Tell her we didn't ask for that. Yeah, I want it on the record. We did not yeah. request. I want that. Are you recording, Jordan? Yes, put this I have on? this. Okay. In the, in the, uh, I didn't tell her that. I didn't tell her that. It's all right. I'll send her a, an audio well, we file. Can, yeah, we can cut it for <laughs> An MP4. It's easy. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This here is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com, at the Wheel Route on Twitter, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pod Center, Stitcher, etc. The internet, we're on it. Uh, my name is Logan Whitehouse. I am on Twitter at Logwan the Don, and uh, coming to you guys from Seward, Florida, where Spent a, uh, a steamy day out uh, in Lake Worth, beautiful Lake Worth, Florida, watching some gentlemen dig some holes in a golf course. Um, I was out there the other day, and Jordan, this wouldn't this would not uh, make sense to you because you haven't seen the movie. But Jason, you remember in Jurassic Park when they like go out into the open and the the, the brontosauruses are like out. And there's like the the flocks of uh, uh na, na. yeah yeah there's and he takes off and is like oh my yep. god yeah 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 um it was not unlike that with the, the number of iguanas that was out there the last time I was there <laughs> the yeah, herd. I was I had like the a herd full, of iguanas uh, yes I had like a full Jurassic Park experience uh, there was families of iguanas sunning on the on the banks there were iguanas climbing trees there was the big red ones with like the beards and like the spikes on their backs it was awesome really really interesting didn't see that many today. Uh, they were probably scared of the of the equipment, but they uh, do travel in packs. <laughs> I always knew it. Anyhow, it's a Jordan, deep cut. Jordan, there. you should watch this movie, one of the all time greats. That yeah, we'll you see. still we'll see. Got, Jordan, 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 Jordan will be life. in town here in, in two weeks, so we'll, uh, we might we might pin him down, yep. force him to watch it. Anyhow, that's all I got to say. It's it's it was a uh, you know a, summer is holding on down here yet again. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in the lovely locale of Monroe, Michigan this week. Wow. Uh, what? Doing doing a little, just getting out and about. Uh, Going to try to do some fishing. On the, on the downside for Monroe, it has been raining apparently all week, and it continues to, so the fishing might, uh, <laughs> might take a hit, is unfortunately. This a, is this a hotel backdrop that we're seeing? No, this is an Airbnb. Oh, uh, nice. It's a lovely duplex Here. unit. Your your deal finding skills unparalleled, second you know, to none. I uh, they're real uh, mystery like weirdo too. Like why did it, <laughs> why are you just in Michigan without telling? We never we never even touched on this. You no, never I thought just we threw talked out about there. this at one point. No. You never threw out there. No, there's no <laughs> way. Never discussed you never this. Well, I like to I like to be maintain Jordan, my role as a man of mystery. Jordan no, just turns up halfway across the country. It's a hey. two hour flight. Not even two hours. It's an hour from Baltimore. Beautiful. We're still in the same time zone, guys. I've wow. done regional research. Was, All of Michigan is still yeah. in Eastern Standard Time. I always forget how far Eastern Time goes. So it's because the Earth is so globe. Hold on, don't yeah. don't change the subject, Jordan. Don't don't try to turn this away from you. <laughs> not to... you know, I I notified at least one uh, close family member, so right. they they knew of travel plans. 
Uh, plus side for the Airbnb so far, we've got a lovely set of barn doors uh, to the bedroom. Um, Ooh. There is a nice bookshelf with a lot of old classic reads. Um, it's kind of like a beach house situation with a lot fewer Tom Clancy and <laughs> and the like. Um, okay. Always Tom Clancy. Yeah. And it's like three Clancy Hannity books. And yeah. Um, but yeah, so far so good. The the only real downside is uh, no dishwasher, so I, I'm hand-washing dishes this week. And uh, yeah, otherwise, just an incredibly stocked kitchen. When did when did you arrive at this place? Uh, yesterday. Nice. Mm. All right. Are there any further questions? I'll, I'll think of some. I'll okay. spruce them through the rest. This of the is this is part of your quest to catch fish in all fifty states. That's correct. Okay. So, I, are you going to hit more than one state? Yeah, I'm. I'm currently like forty five minutes south of Detroit and about half an hour north of Toledo, Ohio. Um, so I'm hoping to get Michigan and Ohio in this couple of days that I'm out here. Um, and uh, if not, you know. You just it's an hour flight, like we established. It's not that far away. Monroe, <laughs> Michigan. All right. Destination. Did you have you uh hit anybody up for is it like a, a, a standalone Airbnb or are there others in the in the home? Uh so it's a duplex and on the other side, the other unit is shared by the owners and purveyors. Uh okay. Bill cool. and Gail. Lovely, lovely folks. <laughs> they, they were just at the Upper Peninsula last week. Ah, a couple of Youpers. Youpers. Wow, the Youpers up there. No, no, they're not, but they visited some folks who were. Yeah, what but you gave you? Logan and I the chance to scream Youpers, and you can't yeah, just I really wanted to when they told me, but I refrained. <laughs> that would reflect is, poorly on the entire call. This is why you're the you're the diplomat of the group. Yeah, this that's is, why <laughs> ambassador to the B1G. <laughs> All right, who else? Who else is here? Let's see. Uh, yeah, my name is Jason Kreck. I am apparently the only one coming to you from the friendly city of Harrisonburg, as my voice cracks because I've been drinking. Um, is that because you've been drinking, Jason, or has your voice been cracking since 2008? Well, no, it, cra- it cracked all the time since, yeah. yeah, from like the, pretty much all of the aughts. Um, and since right. then, it's mostly just been from, from drinking. You're a passionate guy. I, you know, I just get up in arms about hometown nicknames. Um, let's see. Uh, it's uh, It was kind of just kind of gray and wet today. I don't think it actually rained, but Same. it was just, just like kind of. It's like I was there. Yeah, yeah you're basically home. Yeah. That's, weather. that's where your best friends knew Football you were. So. Um, yeah, it was just kind of damp, but, uh, you know, fall weather. That's what we're about. Uh, I tweet things at Jason Crick. Uh, and if you if you overhear any reactions in the next hour, it's because uh, it's currently halftime of United States Jamaica in World Cup qualifying, and it should be eleven on nine because Jamaica should have gotten two red cards already. The yeah, announcers heard, were heard, incredulous. My man Chris Whittingham was not happy. He was on displaced the, on, on the Twitters. He was yeah. he was he was his gast was flabbered. If is you he will. is he calling the game? I think. I think he's the witty. He was the like rules call-in guy. Wow. I think they had him oh. on like they because it's. Oh, I think it's it's. I think Taylor Twelman's on it. He's just like, he is airing his feelings as Taylor Twelman does. And we love him for it. Um, 
Yeah. And it, it was very much arms. just, very much just uh, like incredulous that CONCACAF doesn't have video review and like. You know why I mean, they don't have video review? I'm sure it's because they don't want to spend money on it. I don't know. So it's because like not all of the stadiums that qualifying will be played at, not all the countries have the necessary. Right. They don't equipment. have the. Yeah. Yeah. But we're saying the same thing because a, a normal confederation would, as similar to a competent uh, college athletics conference, pays I mean, to improve the stream of its host schools, a competent confederation would see to it that it's outfitted. So properly. does like. South the South American Federation or the Asian Federation or Africa have a review? Not sure. Couldn't tell you. I mean, I would. I and I'm not. I'm not trying to generalize, but I would imagine that the problems of your smaller countries exist across the, the uh, extend countries. around the globe. I, right? I have no doubt that that's true. Yeah. If only they all reported to an organizing body that was a billion dollar business. It's also hard. To I tell am the who's president of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Our guy said bladder. <laughs> I am the boss of everybody. Uh, RIP to a real one. Is he actually dead? I would feel bad. I don't know if he's dead. I have no idea like what Seth Blatter's current status is. His career. His career is. Is he in federal prison? I mean, what federal? FIFA? FIFA, FIFA prison? He uh, self-imposed a FIFA prison. I thought the United States, like, rang him up or something. Uh, he, his I most am... recent news is that in March he received a second ban of six years and was fined. What's what's CHF stand for? We're not worldly enough. What currency is that? CHF? Yeah. That sounds like a, a cryptocurrency. Oh, it's, a Swiss, it's the Swiss franc. That makes sense. Okay. Um, one oh, million yeah. Swiss francs <laughs> after a probe into massive bonus payments. <laughs> I just... Uh, I... The man is a legend, though. He is a, a finesse yes. god. So, you know, Great. shout out shout out to a hustler. He keeps <laughs> that bag. His, his Wikipedia says, eighth president of FIFA, in office, 8 June 1998 to 21 December 2015, parentheses, banned until 2028. Love that. Comeback season. He's currently, currently 85. So. Comeback season at 91. <laughs> you know? Who knows? I just know that that soundbite of him saying that he is like the I king am the president of everybody. of everybody. I am the president of everybody. There's like one of one of an all-time soundbite. I love it. Legend. Not unlike that video that I shared with Jordan that pops up on Twitter every now and then, where that guy gives a little suit to his uh, friend his and he's just friend. howling. He's just howling with laughter. He's like, <laughs> "All right, oh, you yeah. want to go? You want to go take this on back and try it on?" Hey yo, hey yo. So it's so funny. <laughs> That, that's uh, the one where the the they're at like men's warehouse, right? Yeah, he's like, and I'm like, the, the sales dude <laughs> plays it so that. straight. Like MVP of that video is here. We picked this up. Uh, so good. I just love the hey yo. He's just like <laughs> on the ground on his knees. Like, hey, yo. <laughs> uh, all right, it's too good. Go watch it. It's on the tweeters. It's blowing back up. Every now and then, people like are like, "What is the funniest video on Twitter?" And it just <laughs> produces a delightful, like a delightful run of just absolute hits. <laughs> all right, what do you guys? What are you guys drinking tonight? Anything good? Uh, I've got a a trio of Lacroix flavors. I hit up Costco after landing in Detroit. Uh, wow. Stocked up on bubbly, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, you know. I'm on vacation. I'm, I got does. three rotisserie chickens and 56 bubbly waters. So I'm ready Thursday, to eat. Thir Thirsty Thursday here in Monroe. Uh, I'm I'm currently on the blackberry cucumber. Um, not bad. Not my favorite, but not bad. Uh, then we've got 
strawberry pineapple on deck and cherry lime uh, in the three hole. So mm. the cherry lime is good, if I recall correctly. Very good. The, They're all um, the tall, skinny cans too. So oh, right. Yeah, See, it's, it's I don't stuff. love if when cucumber starts making its way into my beverages. I'm not that into it. I know some people really like a nice cucumber backbone. It's refreshing. I get it, but I don't. It's a little too spa watery for me. I'm in, I'm on yours. I'm on your side. I was gonna say I think that's why some people like it is because it it transports. Sure. I do. To, I don't. I don't love. I don't love the infusions of any kind. Well, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Like you'll. Uh, to be fair, most of my experiences are like hotels because I'm traveling with Ms. Basketball and stuff like that, and so oh, like okay. just a fancy water. hotels. Fancy hotels will have like the water right. jug in the lobby with the like infusion thing, and it's, it's yeah. too much. Just give me some water. I mean, if there's oranges in there, I'm fine with it. Uh, as citrus, I'm, I'm pretty much always fine with, but the cucumber is, is usually pushing it personally. Fair enough. <clears throat> but hey, throw a little balsamic vinegar and you know some uh, some tomatoes in there and a little mozzarella, and we could you know get, we after could get it. it done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I am drinking a perpetual IPA from Trogues. Trogues. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I have just actually polished off a cup of water. This is a sweaty boy at the gym today, guys. Daddy was steady, was rehydrating. He was really getting after it. So um, so that's what we're doing tonight. So just water. No, no additives, no. Uh, I had a splash of a splash of lime. A splash okay. of lime juice in there. Um, we got a Golasso, Jason. Go. Did Pepe, you make look. a score? Our boy Pepe, your boy Pepe, Logan. Ah, uh, Pepe, he's out here. Pepe from uh, Pepe is loose. Pepe from Serginho Dest. <laughs> ah, uh, a real youth movement here for the national team. Good thing they let him play now, eh? Guy, guy gets goals. Guy, Pepe. guy goes in there and gets goals. Yeah. It's nice to have one of those instead of having the uh, a striker that has the worst second touch in all of football. Yes, get, yeah, get it off. Yes. To, if you hit it on the to, first touch, you don't need a second. That we have to marry ourselves to for like three cycles because he's like <laughs> the only person who can run in a straight line. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited about the World Cup. Logan's going to have so many takes. <laughs> I love takes. You know, there's something I love is takes. <laughs> All right, takes lifestyle, lifestyle moment. You guys got any updates? Uh, any, any any updates from the golf uh, world? Any updates from uh, dating life? I mean, come on. There's, there's gotta be, you just want to get them out here. We can do it. I mean, I this probably speaks to both. I've got new clubs coming, so a real, yeah, all right. uh, real boondoggle showing up and uh, adding adding to joy in my life. So love that. I gotta get that. I gotta get this order off. I had no idea. I was I was putting on it till January, but if I can swing this thing in like November, I might be game. Well, you might as well do it. So yeah. you don't. Have to... No, you're right. Uh, I smoked uh, I smoked a rack of lamb last night. It was excellent. I saw. I guess that. Tuesday night. That is. Really good. Where'd uh, yeah. where'd you procure the lamb from, Jason? Costco consistently has racks of lamb. Shouts out. You know the Costco I went to in Detroit had just whole lambs hanging in the uh, wow. the freezer. Please respect. They were uh, halal. That's so. aggressive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I always I I have never been to Costco and not seen a couple racks of lambs. I got a rack of pork in the freezer that I need to do. A rack of pork. Yeah. What is that? Is it, it's is it ribs? Yeah, the same thing as a rack oh, of okay. lamb, except it's just not cut down. Bigger, yeah. 
That'll be interesting. Yeah. So you gotta uh, do the uh, do the Rodney Scott rub on it and uh, and just hit it like that. Yeah. That'd be good. That's do it like do it like whole hog style. That'll be yep. nice. Got a lot of bones in there. That'll be good. Um, one one other piece of travel commentary I'd like to update uh, the listeners on the rental car situation. Mm, yes. Um, given that the last couple of of trips have this was going to be this was going to be one of my questions further on in the podcast so have landed me in jeeps unfortunately um yeah i so i booked for this week uh a volkswagen jetta or similar and i was taken out to the lot and shown three options one of which was a volkswagen jetta yeah. um the one i chose was a mazda cx30 <laughs> and that oh. thing that thing is fun <laughs> So I, 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 uh, it doesn't seem like, I guess it's an or similar. I guess it's just like size wise. I married up. Yeah. And in the rental car this week. So we are thankful for that. Nicely done. Do you have a rental car coming for a couple weeks? I do. We are, uh, we're in the Chevy Malibu or similar. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. So it could end up being a CX 30 again. (laughs) Could be my, uh, I think, uh, David Whitehouse is driving a, uh, a Jetta these days. Oh, yeah, he's got a. I think he's got a white Jetta. Shout out to Dave. Is that a company or, car? That's white, or they chose the white Jetta? No, he chose the white Jetta. Oh. That's very like. Uh, I mean, it's like high school, popular, like a popular high schooler college girl car. <laughs> True. Hey, man, loves a good Jetta. This is not the first one he's yeah, had. Yeah, so, I mean, they uh, they yeah. make some decent vehicles at times. So. Absolutely. All right. Um. I don't think I have. I don't. I don't think I have much to update you guys on. I told you about my Jurassic Park experience. Yeah. Um, did you know stand in the blazing heat in uh, a vest and a hard hat and jeans and boots today though? So always fun to relive. Remember, remember when I get tired of working in my, uh, you know, in, in my in the air conditioning in my boxer shorts that I should, uh, you know, not complain. I could be <laughs> having a heat stroke. So it's all good. Could have used a little bit more it's the, breeze. It's the little things in life. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, hey, we're out here just trying to protect the pipes, you know? Keep oh, the I pipes know. clean. Jordan, yeah, Jordan knows know. about keeping I the pipes know. clean. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Uh, all right. Um, well, let's get right to it, guys. Real quick, run through the coaching carousel, as we do every episode, <laughs> because this is really what we do. I don't think there are a whole lot of changes. I think we have some cooling off in general. Oh, wait, uh, FIU is going to be open. Oh, yes, FIU will be open. They posted their job on LinkedIn or something. Without I think the, I think the story was they basically always have it open. Well, that sounds like a likely story. It's like, well, that's fair. It's, it's basically perpetually <laughs> posted so that they can build up a pool, which is weird, but I get it. Which is wild. It's like... What what if just like Steve Sarkeesian yeah. sends his application? <laughs> drops in. In. It's like you know what I, I think I'd really like to get closer to the uh, to the mullet run each year, and um, <laughs> I want the FIU job. Yes, that would be nice. Um, the mullet run, the annual mullet run for charity. Uh, yeah, so FIU is going to be open. Butch Davis currently the coach, not going to be the coach next year, I, I, allegedly. So. Um, I don't really know where we sit with that job. It is in Miami, so cool, but I think um, a little bit of the allure of uh, coaching in South Florida is gone now that everybody recruits Florida and specifically South Florida like to an extreme degree. So it's not like you are probably getting a whole lot of uh, falling through the cracks kind of guys that you can 
that yeah, you know was, wouldn't go elsewhere. It was a little different when 50 schools couldn't drop their private jet right in the middle of the place to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and when you know Miami's private school, and you know sometimes kids don't qualify for schools and can go to FIU or places sure. like or FAU or places like that, and they get some you know random bubbles of talent. Maybe they still can, but uh, it would be a good job for an up and comer, a nice you know razzle dazzle guy. Maybe a, a Rhett Lashley. Make the big. He's already lives in Miami, you know. Yeah, he's already got real estate there. Roots. He already even. he already runs a dysfunctional offense there, so it would be it would be good. He can just take that take that right up the road before them. Yeah, he can pause, um, buff out some of the the warts. <laughs> perfect. I <clears throat> regarding the hot seat watch specifically. I think Miami is still very warm. Uh, I think Florida State is worth tracking just because there's still potential that the season is very very ugly there. Uh, VPI, I think we can still track that as well. They play Notre Dame this weekend, so we will. Um, that's a kind of an interesting game for both schools. If VPI pulls it out, then I mean, I don't know. Good luck, good luck firing your coach. So, um, Nebraska seems to have righted the ship. I know Jordan is big on Nebraska writing and their and their writing of the ship. So yeah, we'll we'll touch more on that later. That's to them. I would like to nominate uh, maybe a surprise one, but I'd like to nominate LSU. Um, that's fine with me. Coach O has not had a great year uh, this year so far. It's been all right, I guess. And they, they they caught an L at home to Auburn last week. Got the loss to UCLA. They were 500 last year. And they're about to go on a really tough run of five games that they could very well lose all of. Um, if we want to quickly, I should have been prepared by this. Uh, LSU football schedule. Look at that. Not to brag, I think LSU under win total was the one I picked for the SEC in addition to my yeah. Arkansas choice. So, so they go. One of those at, two looks pretty good. Yeah, they're at Kentucky this weekend night game. Kentucky, you know, Kentucky fresh off a big win against Florida. You know that they'll score like three points and get killed by LSU. But uh, one can dream. You know, as long as Kentucky doesn't Kentucky it up, they could very well beat this LSU team. They should be favored. Um, then they play Florida at home at noon uh cool. then they play uh mississippi Ole miss then they play alabama then they play arkansas so that's a tough run i don't know that we were planning on arkansas being good arkansas might maybe dinged up and depleted by then but uh still a tough i mean I, would you be surprised if lsu lost four out of five of those games no, i would it, i would expect them to lose four out of five i mean that's kind of what i'm saying like yeah. they, they're probably not going to be favored in they might not be favored in any of those. They probably won't be. Well, well that, at Arkansas that point in the season, be, like if you've lost three in a row, four in a row of those games, like guys yes. are not going to be engaged. They're like, they're, it's just human nature. Like they're going to be checked out, senioritis, transfer portalitis, whatever. Right. So I think LSU right now is like three and two or something like that. And three and two. They could, you know, things things could not look so good if they're cruising in at, you know, four and six, four and seven, whatever they end up being. They finish against Texas A&M, so. Oh. <laughs> oh, that'll be. Uh, they got to find, they got to find three wins. Uh, they'll probably, they'll be Louisiana Monroe, so they got to find two wins from those other six games. Listen, they could be Kentucky, because uh, Kentucky is wildly inconsistent, uh, but they're just a, a pain in the and then um, they could beat Florida because Florida is 
you know, who cares? And um, our, I think that four weeks from now, Arkansas may not be ranked also. But I, I think we, we might be riding still a little bit high on Arkansas right now. I think they're a little bit limited personally. And that they, it's, a good, it's a better story than it is team. How about that? All right. That's my take. All right. Anyhow, I just wanted to nominate LSU uh, just for tracking purposes. That would be a, a big job. To come open. I don't Lane? know who the candidates are. Oh gosh, I don't know who the candidates are. Uh, I saw a, some Florida message board guy who was trying to drum up interest for Lane Kiffin to Florida, which man will be still my heart. <laughs> wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be something? But uh, anyhow, um, that's all I got. You guys got any others to think of, think on, chew on? There's got to be some random teams that are like, what about like Duke is probably going to move on from Cutcliffe, right? Right, I, I think Cutcliffe needs to move on from Duke. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a hot seat situation, but I, I feel like Duke will probably be open after this year. What about TCU? I feel like Gary Patterson is nearing the end of the line in his career or, and or his relevance at TCU. To be fair, Duke is 3-2 and two right now. Okay. Yeah, like, just like LSU. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you have to, like, make it to eight or nine wins to survive at Duke. Oh, I'm more saying that I think I think that they've we're, stalled we're, out. we're getting to the end of the David Cutcliffe, like, career more than more than he's on the hot seat. Fair enough. That's that's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, he's the guy. The guy was, like, Peyton Manning's, off, like, offensive coordinator. Yeah. That was his, like, claim to fame, and he was old then. So, I mean, that was a, a while ago at this point. Shout out to Time. Undefeated. How old? Hold on. How old do you think David Tuckler is? Sixty-three. Sixty. Yeah, it's sixty-one. Sixty-seven. Yeah. Okay. See, that's pretty old. How old is Saban? Sixty-seven. Uh, older than you think, I believe. Cause... Yeah, isn't he like one of those like psychopaths that like somehow is not aging like everyone else? The winning else, keeps him young. This is like a. a, a, a how old a, do you think Nick Saban is? 68. Yeah, I was going to say like mid to late 60s. Yeah, he he's 60, he turned 70 on Halloween. God. God. All right, come on, man. You got to get out of there, dude. Enough. <laughs> Enough, Nick. Pontoon boat season, baby. Let's go. Maybe he can go coach the Jacks. I think they might. I would honestly, I bet Nick Saban would be incredible on television. No, he is. He is good on television. Yeah. Like, I hope he retires. He won't, but I hope he retires in like eighteen months and just gives us a decade on ESPN. Uh, I mean, I think I think he will. He he does really well when they bring him on. If on the off chance that Alabama's ever not like, he's in a playoff, like game, he's but... super engaging and like clever and funny and also the best college football coach of the well, it's kind of like ever. it's kind of like Belichick. Like if you can like divorce these guys from like weirdo press conference versions of themselves, <laughs> they're actually like. Yeah. humans that have senses of humor and things like that it's crazy who would have thought yeah. <clears throat> anyhow all right let's get into the week we got another golasso jason pp again oh pp pp's out here man the brave from brandon aronson mm, love it shout out to pp all right jordan uva is at louisville a game that we love every year we look at forward to this <clears throat> Do they still have naming rights for, for that? No, stadium it's not the slice anymore. I because I noticed that it wasn't the slice. When yeah, I it got it got game. famously like ripped down, didn't it? It's just Cardinal Stadium. Yeah. Uh, well, Papa John Field at Cardinal Stadium, but uh, 
this game is I, I usually don't like watching I hate this, this game. game every yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I'm glad you're with me on that. Uh we are with us on that. But uh yeah, that's just kind of it's usually just kind of a gross game. Yeah, and it'll be like I, I mean, I guess in terms of crossover opponents, UVA could have gotten Louisville's not the worst in the world. Um but this game is always just so frustrating. It's chaotic. Uh, this game has like a lot of chaotic potential. Yeah, well, because Louisville's always trotting out a, a quarterback who can run really well, and UVA consistently just does not know what to do with that until about midway through the third quarter. Um, now, Louisville's defense is not good this year, so I expect points uh, on both sides. But... Um, you know, having it at noon will be nice. Get it out of the way early and uh, won't have to like dread that coming in the middle of my afternoon or evening. So <laughs> go who's. Yeah, that's true. This game, Louisville is just a, they're a bizarre team to watch because I feel like they play better than their results. Um, but they just, they, they do like really dumb things. This is two teams that do dumb things playing each other so it'll be fun well, and, and they, there's, there's a lot of potential for there's potential for a fun game though i've got this at 3 p.m actually um oh dang yeah dang so you're gonna retract, have to go west retract my statement. but uh being in michigan i can now bet on this game legally without fear of repercussions um, but what are we looking at hey, uh, any the cardinals are favored by two and a half points so hmm. at um, home yeah i might like louisville there but uh <laughs> You know, maybe a sprinkle. A uh, little emotional, a little emotional hedge sprinkle. Love emotional it. Hedge sprinkle. Yeah, the the classic EHS. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. No expectations. That that worked out well for me in the Miami game, so we'll do the yeah. same thing Saturday. Absolutely. Vandy uh, is at Florida just because we're forced to talk about Florida every week. Um, I think Florida's thirty-eight and a half point favorites in this game. Uh, what time is that game? Noon. Love, love Vandy with the points here. So <laughs> just, just saying 38 and a half it's up is to a 39 lot. Now. Look at that. Public money's on the Gators, but um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I don't really have much to say here. I hope that Florida is ready to go. They will be wearing some throwbacks. Uh, it is homecoming at Florida. They're going to be wearing the orange helmets, no stripe with the UF interlocking UF on the side. Mm. Um, looks all right. Not my favorite of the logos, but I think it looks good. Logan, that picture you sent to, to me, I initially thought the lettering outline was green. Did yeah. you think that as well, or were you, I mean... No, but I think I've seen that logo before, so I okay. think I was like I was more, more conditioned to, to for what to expect. But yeah, I, I, I saw where you were coming from with it was a little um, Florida A&M-ish with the orange helmets. Um, yeah. But Jason, did you get a gander at these Florida throwbacks? Or, I have not seen... Florida, I would say, does a pretty good job with the throwbacks. They do. They have, a, they have a deep catalog to pick from. I was going to say, it helps that they've had, they've had good, uh, good stuff to fall back on. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And then they have, I mean, I think, like, a fairly classic color scheme that usually looks pretty good. Um, Complementary colors, you know, catches the eye well. And then, you know, they don't, like, mess around. It's They have an F, right? Or a U and an F. Or, or, it, or it says Gators. So, like, that, that's it. So, there's, you know, they don't, they don't, other other than that failed attempt at the Gator skin jerseys, which we all remember. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm pretty the, sure uh, Felipe Franks had, like, a 40-yard run in that game. Unbelievable. 
They they have one logo that just sucks completely. I don't remember what it is. Oh, it's like that. The, uh, it's it's like the angry gator one, right? Um, not the "Am I being detained?" gator. That one. No, awesome. no, no. That is timeless. That's uh, a classic. That, that rings a bell. Um, I think I'd they. The the yeah. script gator is is beautiful though. Yeah. Let's yeah. say. Let's say. Well, in Maryland had uh, the script Terps working there mm-hmm. for a while, yeah. and that was a great helmet. And then yes. they went and sold their soul to Under Armour, <laughs> and that 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 worked out. Wretch of a state it's flag. Going, they it's had. going great. <laughs> Maryland's Maryland's financial situation just delightful at the moment. Couldn't be better. Talia Tagovailoa threw five interceptions last week. Oh. Is it good? To Iowa. Um. Anyhow. Uh, would love for Florida to get off to a fast start here and win the game. And I'd love to see both quarterbacks um, get significant time throwing the football down the field, just at least for practice. I mean, I, I don't know what to say this, this whole like inability to stretch the field at all and have to rely on like very complex, like running game is, is fine, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'd like to see a little bit more out of a Florida quarterback than like, Runs and, and throws to the flats. That's all. That's fair. Go get Seems him, Dan. <clears throat> all right, Bama plays Texas A&M. I think we had this game circled earlier in the year. It's like, wow, what a game. And Texas A&M has kind of had a bit of a flat tire of a season. So not super excited here. Saban always beats the living hell out of Texas A&M ever since the Johnny Manziel game that happened in 2012 now, which is, you know, we're about to come up on the 10-year anniversary of that next year. And... um this game has gotten like worse and worse. Uh, I, I saw someone posted like the scores for this game over the years, and uh, Bama has really been killing Texas A&M. So go get them. Uh, speaking of Texas A&M, we saw some pretty disturbing footage out of Texas A&M uh, this week on the yellow Twitters. practice. Do we <laughs> do we have any any thoughts to get off there? I, I saw someone responded on Twitter and said like. Did they choose the least charismatic person <laughs> to be the leader of that thing? <laughs> that was really yeah. Funny. I mean, I uh, I mean, we we talked about this briefly, Logan, but I think Jason Kirk kind of summed it up perfectly. He was like, as, as he always does, as he always does. He's like, this is super weird, and it's also like the fourth weirdest of the twenty-seven weird things that Texas yeah. A&M does. Right. Yeah. They. they um, I think they just like there's they they have a lot of traditions that they defend to like an insane degree. Fiercely. Yeah. Yes. And listen, all schools have traditions. Like that, like, I believe that yeah. that video occurred at Yale practice, which is no, where it would appear. Yes. Earlier in the week, like forty thousand students go to the stadium and practice the yells they're going to do at the game. Ever living, ever, ever living, loving. ever loving. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kip. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kip. Comes out of nowhere. And everyone's like, woo. Uh, also, MVP of the video, uh, guy that's standing there signing the entire oh, thing. You mean yeah. the, only bla- the only black guy in the whole video? The only black guy in the entire video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shouts, out, shouts out to, you know, looking out for, we, we want to be as inclusive as possible. Right. So right. shouts out. I mean, it's just so weird. Like, did you see, like, what the dudes are wearing? They're wearing, like, mm-hmm overall shorts that have like print on them it's like redneck well, lederhosen got, well yeah they got like painted like they paint coolers for frat events it's just <laughs> like a, a bunch of different stupid logos and and emblems yeah. and things 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's very strange. Anyhow, it was, if you haven't seen the video, it's been really hot on the tweeters, but it is a, it is a roller coaster of a minute and a half. Cause it's not even a funny joke that he builds up to. Oh, it's and just he, concerning. He, he, botches, he, he botches the punchline so bad, <laughs> trips over it. And then, and, and, and then just like, it's like, I mean, it's so perfect. Like, not the most charismatic guy to be out there. Ever uh, living. Ever loving. <laughs> when he's doing like a weird hop skip while while he's like yeah, he's he's, doing the ever living. So ever I think loving. it's like they it's I literally think they they like do it every time they like throw out trash talk or something. Cause he did it to like punctuate words. So it's yeah. a he I does read, his little okay. like his flex. Do I you know read it? I okay. I read that that particular move is a throwback it is also in in itself a tradition that yeah. is a throwback to some like famous fan or whatever that was wearing clothes that were too big for him so he would have to do that to like like kick his like <laughs> get his shirt Man. sleeve like down or so. it was it was a very bizarre explanation that's so aggressively that specific listen i i mean wearing a tie to a football game you know that i i recall getting a lot of a lot of that and that is yeah. like pales in comparison yeah. to the laundry list of things that are going on in this video. That Listen, like we we love college football. There's a lot of like dumb Clearly. but quaint yes. tradition, like wearing ties to a game, throwing streamers at a game. All sure. very absurd and stupid, but delightful. This yes. was just weird. This is yeah. weird. Well, the yeah, assembly this is the to stuff practice that borderlines more on cultish behavior. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just like uh, I don't know. Mm-mm. All for Probably you to not. get that hyped and ready to go watch a freaking Jimbo Fister. Fister. Watch, no, no quarterback to go lose out there. Eleven to seven yards. somehow. Yeah. yeah, throwing six yard uh, passes till the sun goes down. Amass yeah. 173 yards of total offense and lose by a field goal to like some podunk West team, Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't lose to Missouri this year. Missouri is terrible. All right, so Alabama, I think, should have their way with Texas A&M. All right, we, we touched earlier on Notre Dame at Virginia Tech. Um, I feel like this Notre Dame-Virginia Tech game a couple of years ago was pretty spicy. I, I, ago. I do remember a big one on the ABC. Didn't Virginia Tech beat Notre Dame, didn't they? Did they or did Notre Dame come back? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I think Virginia Tech was definitely up in that game, and I'm not I'm not besmirching. Virginia. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I worry that we're thinking it was more spicy than it was because it was that annual game where Justin Fuente beats like a top 15 team. Oh, that could be true. Yeah, but he didn't really have many of those. Speaking of college football traditions that everyone hates. Oh, he's got a good amount. It's like on the Justin Fuente circle. It's like upset upset team you're not supposed to beat. It keeps it's what keeps him coming back. Yeah, but the I thought the the like trend or the knock was that they consistently underperformed. Or maybe it was them as ranked teams. And I think, yeah, I think they, they lose games that they shouldn't lose all the time, and that's the issue. But I think they always like catch somebody. Yeah, that's the okay. Yeah, they did so. The like when Florida State was uh, swag surfing that time, and then Virginia Tech like beat the absolute brakes off of them. Wow, what a okay. What a so moment. yeah, Notre Dame, Notre Dame beat Virginia Tech twenty-one twenty. So we, I think we remember it, it was really close. Yeah. So. Cool. That was in Notre Dame. I'm interested in this game. Just a what time? What time does this game go down? Do we know? I, I I'm just intrigued. I think I think it it's be, a night game. <clears throat> Could be a fun watch. Yeah. Oh man, seven thirty on ACC now. <laughs> yeah, they got stuck. Oh, on ACC oof. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
we're gonna have like the, the just like the random guys like just talking to each other during the game, and then like the night vision goggles. There will uh, be a Hasselbeck brother there. Oh, <laughs> love it. Uh, Boise plays at BYU. Could be a little fun one to check in on later in the day. Just you know, just in case you're interested. BYU uh, put me. I don't want to say quietly, but put together a really good season. They have. They're fun is, to watch. Is that is the fast quarterback still playing, Jordan? Uh, is he hurt? I don't. As far as I know, let's, let's take a gander here. <clears throat> is his last name Hall? Yes. Is it Max Hall? Uh, first name begins with a J. Jerome. Is that confirmation or is that a guess? No, that's a guess. I, okay. I don't. I don't All think right. it's Jerome. Either. I'll hold it against you. It is Jaron. Oh, okay. I wasn't he too is, far off. He is from Spanish Fork, Utah. And he's wow. a sophomore. Um, he is the fast quarterback, Jaron Hall. He's listed as probable, though. So could be could be something afoot. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Gotcha. All right. LSU plays at Kentucky. We talked about this one briefly. Um I don't know. Never underestimate, never underestimate Kentucky's ability to make a game absolutely disgusting. Um, but I don't know. They're good. They're they're super tough on the lines. LSU has not been able to run the ball at all this year. I think Kentucky should be favored in this game based on recent events. But you want uh, to take a guess? Kentucky minus four. Jason, you want to take a gander? Mm, I'm going to say Kentucky minus three. It is Kentucky minus three. Nice. Um, I, yeah, I guess I just I don't want to overvalue Kentucky's performance last week against Florida because I do think that Florida 100% lost that game looking back on like how it went. Uh, they outgained Kentucky by whatever, 150-plus yards, kick six thing, you know, everything else that went bad did go bad. However, uh, Kentucky stays in games. Uh, Jordan, here we go again. As UVA basketball fans, we appreciate staying in a game. Uh, you give yourself a chance to win, and they can do some things on offense. They have a couple good running backs, and like I said, if if they can cover uh, Deshaun Butte, they should be fine. Well, All right, you, and last, yeah, go ahead. It's in it's in K Rogers Stadium again. So oh, God. they're, they're K- riding a wave. K Rogers Stadium. <laughs> Uh, and then we got UConn at UMass just because most important game of the week, the, the sickos, the sickos game of the week right here. Um, you know, just check it out. Maybe see how, see how, uh, how it's going for old Walt Bell and them boys. <laughs> UConn gotta be, gotta be happy with their performance last week. Taking, uh, taking Vanderbilt damn near to overtime. Took an SEC game to the wire. The cheapest <laughs> ticket for this game is $20. Hmm. That sounds wow. weird. Is it like some sort um, I think Arizona is terrible, but I feel like UCLA at Arizona has some Pac-12 after dark potential. I, okay, okay. That I can see that. 30 kick? Like UCLA could, could get weird. UCLA has proved that they cannot be trusted, which sure. is which is a great zone to inhabit. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> if, if you want to have a good Pac-12 after dark. so Logan, this is going to – I'm going to drop some shocking knowledge on you right now. Ready? Yes. Um, Giassi's artist was just like four yards in front of an open net and got a low cross and missed it. Just mm. whiffed. Wow. Now it was delivered with pace, but uh, that doesn't sound know, like the Giassi's artist I know. You know what they say, Jason the closer you are to the goal, the more your shot becomes a pass. All he needed to do was pass it in. 
Yeah, he just missed it. Scott Harrison told me that. I believe it. <laughs> a real, a real soothsayer. Okay, let's Jordan take us, take us to the promised land here. We got games to pick. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling ready for a bounce back week for all of us. Okay, feeling spicy, boys, because I'm not. So that, that might actually work well for me. For the um, record, Jason, I had LSU Kentucky on here, and Jordan wanted to pick a different game. A, no, that a, was in our a, group text, not a, you guys' a, a, private a, text a, that you don't a, talk to me in. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sent it to the group. He sent he sent that to the quorum. You. Why am I? A I didn't know. I, I forgot he asked me, and so I assumed it was the no. Text I to just me. said any objections yeah. and floated it out to. This both. was a team effort. That's my bad. All right. Well, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Very haughty to assume. I will never text Jordan this is what again. I'm I will never text him again. That's all I ask is that you guys have zero private conversations. Every text that and I that I am consulted anytime you talk. We will BCC you from this point Thank forward. You. That's what I, that's all I've ever asked. All right. So yeah, uh, we've we do have five games to pick against the spread. We're gonna start with a Red River rivalry game. Oklahoma versus Texas. It's the Cotton Bowl. It happens every year. Uh, the Sooners favored by three and a half this year, and Jason gets to begin. Resident Texas apologist, Jason Craig. <laughs> it's true. Um, I am going to change things up and take Texas. Um, Love that. I, yeah, I. Love that. Something, <laughs> something is off with Oklahoma, and I. Can't really figure out what. And I intend to find out. Something's not clicking, so I figure the best way to get things going is to pick against them. Um, yep. yep. But yeah, something something's not something's not firing at all cylinders. And um, I think Texas is is pretty good. I think their you know their only blemish is they kind of got uh, clubbed a little bit at Arkansas when Arkansas was riding high. Um, clubbed a little bit. They got clubbed early, often, and they got clubbed out. a little bit. <laughs> it was like thirty-one to nothing at one point in that game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was thirty-three to seven. Okay, okay. <laughs> they did not stay in touch for very long. <laughs> um, but no, I think fine. I think I think that was a month ago, and I think they they just ain't they ain't SEC, Paul. They ain't SEC yet. They ain't, they ain't ready. They ain't prepped. They're gonna get pepped. Um, I studied over there. It was fun. Let's move past it. Gonna get pepped. You feel me? Uh, these, these pizzas are fitting to get pepped. You feel me? There we go. Get pepped. Um, yeah, I just think I think Texas is playing at least as good as Oklahoma right now, and they're at home. Or they're not at home. They're at the Cotton Bowl, but closer to home than satellite Oklahoma. Games. Yep. And um, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if like Oklahoma kicked the field goal to win this game, but uh, that half point is not insignificant to me. Love it. All right. Uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma. I am going to go with the maybe the coaching advantage to this point. You give Sark a couple more years at Texas, and maybe I don't have as much hesitation in choosing a Texas in this game, but I will take the proven commodity at head coach and at quarterback, even though Rattler's had maybe – 
I don't know that he's necessarily had a bad year. He just hasn't made the jump that maybe we expected him to. Yeah, I think he, he came in as the Heisman favorite, and he is no longer the Heisman favorite. Therefore, like, the narrative is that he's having a bad year. I don't know that he's had a bad year per se, though. Yeah, so I think, like, I think it's deep enough into the season now that you can he can kind of settle into, like, okay, I'm not I'm not going to win the Heisman with one throw. Like, let's let's try to do maybe some more manageable things and and slow the game down a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'll take Oklahoma. Yeah, I also will take Oklahoma. I think that they did get they they got right a little bit last week, got back on track, and I think that uh, they'll be able to score on Texas at this point. Um, now this game does tend to be highly contested and we've seen it be weird, but I think Oklahoma's more than three and a half points better than Texas, especially at this point in both programs. Texas, like sneaky, I, I saw they were on the list of like they've only lost once this year. They're not like I think sometimes we that Arkansas loss for whatever reason seems like it was kind of a damning result against the Texas. <laughs> and you know, I think we gotta remember that. This is it was like game two with a new coach and and everything else. So there's probably time for them to get a little bit better. But I think Oklahoma is getting right at this point and uh, still has you know their whole season to play for. So let's uh, go Boomer Center. All right, uh, next we've got another nooner. The aforementioned Arkansas Razorbacks are headed to the sip, as Coach Lane calls it. Uh, free popcorn for an X amount of fans at yeah. this game. First nice, 5,000, I think. Nice little uh, play on current events. Uh, nod nod to pop culture, if you will. Um, the Rebels. Are we calling them the Rebels still? Yeah, the Rebs. The Rebs. At, at bars. Sure. Are favored at home by six, and I'm going to take the home favorites. I like Ole Miss here. I like them to bounce back uh, from, you know, a disappointing showing against Alabama, for sure. Um, Logan, kind of like you said, I think Arkansas might be uh, not not capable of sneaking up on anyone to this point, and I think their limitations slash one-dimensionalisms on offense uh, might be a little too glaring at this point in the season. So I'll take Matt Corral and Dem boys. Yeah. I don't know, guys. This one, <laughs> this one seems kind of weird just because. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. To me, this one seems like, like on one hand, you have Ole Miss. They just played Alabama last week and got absolutely blasted. Teams that get absolutely blasted by Alabama tend to not be right for a few weeks, uh, at least after they that happens to them. On the other hand, you have Arkansas, yeah. who got absolutely <laughs> blasted by Alabama. Thing. I mean, by Georgia, which is basically the equivalent at this point, if not even worse than getting blasted by Alabama, just because yeah, this how, is they, like how they sad do boys to, unite. Very sad boys night. Um, I kind of want to take Arkansas based on, I think that their like toughness on the lines will, you know, come, will show through in this game and they'll be able to run the ball and keep the score down and everything else, but I can't do it. I'll take Ole Miss as well. I think that uh, eventually Ole Miss is, this, this has like, to me, like a little bit of boat race potential here. 
Ole Miss should be able to pull away in this game on the heels of strong offensive performance. And Ole Miss's defense has been improved. Uh, and like I said, Jordan, Arkansas doesn't bring like a whole lot to the table in terms of um, passing threat, like beyond single read passing threat, which is like slants or shot plays. Um, if they can get into a rhythm, Arkansas, that is uh, running the football and keeping and keep Ole Miss off balance. then you know, obviously that opens up their pass game. But at this point, their pass game is a little uh, rudimentary. For my likings, and I think that uh, plays to Ole Miss's advantage. So I'll take Ole Miss at home. Uh, as I went through basically the same thought process as you, I would feel okay taking Arkansas because of the lines and because of the because of the the size advantage and the I think advantage in general on both lines. But um, I think, yeah, I, I don't think they have the horses to stay with Ole Miss if Ole Miss can turn this into a bit of a track meet. Um, yeah, and yeah, Ole Miss playing at home. I think they they definitely got blasted by Alabama last week. <laughs> I don't think they got blasted to the same degree that Arkansas got blasted by Georgia. <laughs> that um, was which we're we're comparing craters at this point. But um, yeah, I think Ole Miss got enough done on offense last week that it won't just completely throw them off for a month. Um, and so I think they can get it done against Arkansas as well. I don't think this Arkansas offense is one that you want to be pressing right. uh, to like play catch up type games and stuff. And that might be a little yeah. bit cliche talk, but I, I don't think that they, they want to control the pace of the game. They want to, they want to, they want to shorten the, the game. They want to take the air out of the ball and, and just hit you in the face over and over. And I think, I think Ole Miss can dictate to them a faster game than that. And I think Ole Miss should be getting healthier. I know one of their good receivers was out last week. Uh, and I think he is likely to play this week. So that, that should be good for them. All right. All right. Uh, staying in the SEC for their 330 uh, bell of the ball, if you will. We've got Georgia at Auburn. Uh, Homebow Knicks gets to show, show up this week. The Dogs are favored by 15 and a half, and Logan gets to start. It's a weird line. Seems weird to me, but... To me, like an intellectual. To me, I mean, 15 and a half. Hmm. Do we have any intel on the Georgia quarterback situation going into this week? Because if Stetson Bennett, if five foot seven, noodle armed Stetson Bennett walks out there, I mean, I'm not a Georgia fan, but Jesus, I, I would be pissed. I mean, I guess if what's his name can't play, he can't play, but. Oh, oh. Uh, JT Daniels was held out of throwing drills on Monday. Promising. It's a good start. Inauspicious. <laughs> One of the key roles of the quarterback position. Um, <sighs> he, played, he played some soft to- toss Tuesday. Whoa. What is this, spring training? So like, like he's hitting the ball against the wall? Or? Sounds, sounds like, like they're playing – like taking the Dak Prescott route of just like what's his what's his pepper status is he playing pepper or is he not <laughs> we're doing long toss or can you, we can stretch it out a little bit or we just you know we just all right playing? well regrettably I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take Auburn here at home to cover I don't think they win um but I like uh <laughs> a little little evil dark Bo Nix magic uh in this game to you know f- fling free a touchdown here or there. Auburn's good enough on defense that 
they shouldn't be as porous as Arkansas. Hopefully Auburn's punt block team is prepared for the Georgia punt block uh, setup. But um, this, I mean, this has the makings. Georgia just, if, if they can get up by like 14, like it's just a hundred percent, a million percent over and you're going to lose by 25, but victory by submission. So we'll, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't love Auburn to win, but uh, I don't know at home. There's some, maybe some, some weird stuff happening. Georgia and Auburn is a uh, traditionally a fun game. This, this is, I think Georgia's West crossover, permanent crossover. They play this game every year, I believe. So um, it's kind of like Florida LSU. They, they see a lot of each other and, and this is a pretty fun game typically. Uh, I, I, I feel like this is against better judgment, but I'm going to take Auburn cover. I feel like all of this is always against better judgment. So. I feel like we pick, we do not pick games that, <laughs> yeah. that, that involve good judgment sound. Um, I, it's me, right? I'm not hallucinating. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, I'm going to take Georgia. I just don't think Georgia hasn't given up a point. Now it's Arkansas and Vanderbilt, but they haven't given up a point for a long time. Um, yeah, they've only given up like two touchdowns this year. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so I, if anything can throw a wrench into the machine, like we talked about earlier this week, it's, it's probably Bo Nick's weirdness, but I, I just don't see Auburn consistently materializing anything against that defense. Um, and I think, I think what you said is going to happen is I think Georgia's, uh, I think Georgia's rushing attack is going to, is going to be very strong and whoever is quarterback will hit enough little six yard halfback angles um, from NCAA 2012. Uh, HB angle. One of the good. Um, and um, yeah, I don't, I, th- I think they're going to, they're going to win by somebody. I think it's going to be hitty. I think it's going to be like 27 to three or something like that, but I don't, I don't think Auburn has enough on offense to, to make up that gap. All right. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't shock me if Bo Nix did weird stuff and kept him in the game. So, yeah, I'm gonna pick Georgia as well. I, I personally, for entertainment purposes, uh, just would like to see a tight game and would like to see uh, Bo Nix get a chance to to really make make it nasty out there, if you will. <laughs> um, I don't think that's in the cards for this game, unfortunately. Um, Auburn seems to be trending in the wrong direction uh, since they lost to Penn State 28-20. Their next two games, they beat Georgia State by 10. They beat LSU by 5. Um, the LSU win was on the road. That's great. But this year's LSU team, I think if you're going to hang close-ish to Georgia, you should be beating LSU by more. Um, Auburn's Offensive attack to this point seems to be fairly balanced, uh, averaging around 239 yards in the air and on the ground. Uh, each uh, Georgia can stop anybody's run, um, and I don't know that if you make Bo Nix just a passer that he can do enough. Um, yeah, so I will take the dogs. I'm, I'm just I'm praying for some some some. Auburn magic. Yeah, little, let's make it weird. Yeah. 
Heck Listen, I don't. Game. Jordan and I don't value our picks high enough to what did, uh, uh, not hope for chaos. So, Ryan, what did Ryan Nanny say? Auburn's filled with black magic, and they might throw up on you. That's that's like the that's that's the Auburn experience in a nutshell. It sounds mm-hmm. about right. Yep, agreed. Yep. All right. Uh, speaking of black magic and the dark arts, we've got a a real ballyhoo at four p.m. Penn State at Iowa. Uh, this is a top five matchup in the B1G, also by proxy in the Alliance. Um, it does not feature Ohio State, uh, as we mentioned. So one of the first uh, top five B1G matchups in eons to not feature the Buckeyes. We've got Iowa favored by one and a half. Jason gets to do the honors. Oh, man. That is a tough one. Hmm. Um, I think I'm going to take Penn State um, to win on the road. I don't honestly have a ton of said like that with a lot of conviction. There. Yeah, I'm, I'm clearly very, uh, very you're, decisive you're on this. Asking a question. Yeah, I don't have a ton of uh, evidence or data to back that up, so please respect my family and I's privacy at this time. No um, sure. I think I think it's been a while since Iowa played uh, an offense that can move like Penn State's. I don't think it's world class or anything like that, but I think it's pretty good. Um, and. Yeah, I, just, I don't have that much evidence that Iowa is the number three team in the country. Um, that well, seems I'll, high. I'll show you a poll that ranks them number three. How's that? <laughs> I can't. I can't argue with that. It's science. So, uh, yeah, I don't have a ton of like. This is why I'm picking this. It just. It doesn't feel like. It feels like it feels like Penn State should win this game. Full stop. Hmm. I like Iowa here. I think their defense is. Oh, am I up? Well, you can be if you want oh, to be. I'm sorry. I thought or I was now. No. Well, screw it. Uh, yeah, I'll take Iowa. It's shocking. Uh, at home, I like it. Uh, Iowa's defense is crazy effective at producing turnovers. I know that that is not necessarily uh, a, uh, a a, a uh, ability that you can take with you every day and count on. But uh, so far, so good for them. And to that, for that matter, I think they were like far and away the leader in the country, I think, in, in turnover margin. Um, Penn State has played uh, well on offense this year, but I, you know, for whatever reason, I, I really have been impressed with Iowa's defense and their ability to kind of like just like they get the hand, they, they break up a lot of passes and they get a lot of deflections. Um, and that leads to some turnovers. Uh, they're tough in general. I don't think Penn State is, is that flashy on offense. The quarterback has played better than I would have expected so far. Um, I would like to see him play against this defense too. Uh, one and a half points seems like a low spread for a home team that's as good as Iowa too. So I'll take Iowa. All right. Uh, I'm also going to take Iowa. Logan, like you said, I like the defense. Um, I I am not sure that old Mr. Sean Clifford has faced a defense quite like that one to this point sure. did, i mean they played auburn did did well ish uh in that game um but i don't that wasn't that wasn't exactly a outpouring of offense though right yeah it didn't like 
it it didn't put me on notice that oh gotta watch out for sean clifford right like he he managed the game well which is not to be discounted but um yeah and i think this is especially the type of game that uh i was gonna want to dirty up a little bit defense and running the ball looks like you might be able to run with a little success against penn state they're giving up over a buck 10 per game on the ground um so i think as long as iowa can establish some sort of successful run um make some chaos happen on defense and take care of the ball themselves i like the home field advantage so yeah and then we'll go to our nightcap which i did as previously mentioned swap lsu kentucky out for editorializing (laughs) this is another b1g game it features the boys from ann arbor led by Jim Harbaugh. We've got Michigan at Scott Frost's Nebraska Cornhuskers on Scott Frost Day. Um, the Road Warriors, Road Wolverines, if you will, are favored by three and a half. And, yeah, I mean, I mainly picked this one. Michigan seems to be, uh, you know, creeping up there. We're starting starting to do the the thing we do every year where it's like it's October now and Michigan, this might be the year they beat Ohio State. So let's get excited. Scott Frost has has Nebraska at five hundred. So I think he's he's ready for a contract extension. Um sure. Yeah. So I, I wanted to to do the honorable thing and pick this game. Um so I'm gonna take uh Michigan on the road. Um, no other reason other than that's where I'm staying, and I I want to walk around as as a Michigan fan. This as a native, <laughs> yeah. You're taking I want to mingle it. with the people. I'm, yeah. I'm a, you want to put your khakis on, you know, yeah. you put your khakis on just like everyone else does, one leg right. at a time. You button them up and you get out there and you walk amongst the Michiganers and the Uppers. Yeah, no, I what I like about Michigan, the little of them that I've consumed to this point, um. They very much seem, on offense at least, to be a team that has their identity figured out, and that is a team that wants to run the ball a lot and do it well, and they're doing that so far. Um, They seem to have abandoned any illusions of trying to force things that aren't there, which I think is an undervalued commodity to this point. Um, So I will take Michigan. Uh, I will also take Michigan. Their defense, I, I think Nebraska has had a nice little run here, getting back to 500. You know, we were kind of laughing at them, but uh, I don't know. I think I think Michigan's a more more class on both sides of the ball. Like I said, Jordan, they pound the, they pound the rock and know who they are. Um, they've been very effective this year so far, and uh, you know, it hasn't been an impressive run of victories yet, but Nebraska has, you know, they lost a bad game at the beginning of the year to, uh, to a Illinois team that is very much a poor man's Michigan um, in, in approach and what they want to do. So I'll, I'll lean on Michigan here. I think they're just better. Yeah. I really, really want to pick Nebraska here. Well, you are um, free to do so, Jason. 
Do I it. I think, I think it's illegal. Do it. Um, I picked against Georgia because I'm an idiot. Do it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Screw it. Yeah, I'll take Nebraska. There's well, no evidence for them winning this game, except that it would be hilarious and a funny story. That and is, frankly, that is, that's all the reason I need. There you go. I like that. It would be hilarious. Needs to be function, fig, uh, figured in more often. Yeah, it, it needs to be respected as a reason. And so, yeah, let's get weird. Nebraska's piling up 500 yards of offense per game. Let's do this. They got a they got a Martinez playing quarterback. Things are going well. We're out here. Did you were you guys aware that there's been multiple Martinez's that have played quarterback at Nebraska? Yeah. I think, Taylor and I think who's I this thought. One? I don't know. Some, this is new Martinez. Aaron, I don't know. Aaron. Aaron. Uh, regardless, I for whatever reason I thought we were doing the like. Oh man. Drew Neitzel, who's been the point guard at Michigan State for 12 years. Like, you know, I I, I deeply I, I, love that he's always our reference for somebody who's been in school seven years, has been for like 12 years. Was um his current quarterback is Adrian Martinez. Adrian. There you go. I, I went to Aaron. So yo, Adrian. Um yeah, I just uh I thought, I thought it was interesting that there's it's been such a legacy for it's Martinez crap, dynasty. The crappy run of Nebraska football has been piloted by the Martinez quarterback dynasty. It's just, you know, I'm sure they'll go down in history. Aaron right. Martinez didn't actually make the NFL. He got signed on a practice squad contract and then failed his physical. So, yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. You would hate to fail a physical, you know? It's a real bummer. Yeah. And because, like, those, those, like just end up in the Google search results is like, oh, he failed his physical, but some it can be all across the board as to why you fail physical. Sure. Like you could uncover something serious, or it can just be like, dang, I didn't have it. <laughs> I'm just like, that's on me. You could Albert you hear Hainsworth like, fall, fail a physical. Right. Or like Jameis Winston passes physicals and evidently can't see. Like that didn't come up. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't see. That I wonder one if coming. it's like a, a state inspection where you can like. <laughs> uh, I know a friendly garage who will get me get me through another year. You know. I mean, that's probably true. And I guess if you're good, then you know they'll. Listen, if any given Sunday taught me anything, it's that I don't know. Lawrence Taylor could probably still play linebacker. Who knows? No, there you go. There you go. Smart. Okay, Jordan. Have a blessed time. Up there in Michigan. Thanks. Yeah. Catch one for all of us. Tight lines, brother. Oh, trying to get so bent. What are, what are we targeting? What are we targeting? Anything that swims. Uh, okay. I've got like I've got Grass Lake carp. Erie like ten minutes away from me. There's apparently oh. some piers there that offer uh, good quick access. There's a river like a block that way that's supposed to have uh, some bass and some pike in it. It is unfortunately very brown right now. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Uh, which is. Out. Pretty big bummer, Skeet. But uh, you know, maybe it clears up by by Monday. I fly out of here Tuesday, so I'm see. This is me growing and sharing my travel plans with you guys, so as as not to offend you later. And the public, when at yeah, one time when I when I record from here Sunday, and I'm still here in Monroe, and you guys don't have to be surprised. Um, yeah, and then uh, Ohio, we'll see. We'll see what's cracking in Ohio. You know, might. Yeah. Uh, might elbow some kids out of the way at a park and, and catch some bluegill and just cross Smart. it off the list. That's wise. <laughs> Excuse me, son. Yeah. Trying to get bent right here. So if you could yeah. kindly you'll, buzz you've off. you got plenty of years in front of you, buddy. 
if you're, are, are you going to be anywhere near Urban Meyer's Bar and Grill uh, in Ohio? Because you know what, let me let me take a gander here. Where, because I wouldn't mind if you maybe stopped by. Just got to, some pictures for the Instagram. Yeah, just to get the lay of the land. Is uh, it Bar and Grill? Is it like Chop House? It's like I think it's like Urban Meyer's Pint House or something like that. I wonder if they. Oh, oh, here we go, Dublin, Ohio. I am, oh, two and a half hours. Ah, mm. probably not gonna, probably That's not gonna odd. make that run. Yeah, no, I, I don't do it that hard for the gram. But I mean, you get there, and I'm halfway to West Virginia at that point. So this uh, whole urban, you know, really. Really is really has been all over the place these days, you know. He's, he's had a week. He's had a week. He's out here getting after it, you know. I love, love that. Love that for for him. So, so I saw that Shelly Meyer uh, decommitted, posted a decommit note that, on Twitter today that she was decommitting from Twitter, which is pretty classic. Sure. In, in the spirit of college football, she posted a notes app, uh, decommitment screenshot. So, anyhow. Tease and peace to all involved in that situation. But uh, let's uh, wrap it up. What do we say, huh? Yeah. Whatever all right. Time. Thanks for joining us. You know what it is. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast.gmail.com. Send us emails. Tell us what a great job we're doing. And you can go to TheWheelRoute.com where you can stream the show. You can see the pick spreadsheet. And, uh, you know, find out some fun facts about us. Until we meet again, go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. Go Dukes.